Welcome to another episode of Buckeyes in Maryland. As always, it's your boy Mac, joined by fellow co-host Chris. No John today, but nonetheless, we do have a lot to talk about. So, man, it's just been a big week for sports. Yes, it has. James Harden. I mean, we all saw that trade coming, especially to Brooklyn. Um, you know, Philadelphia made a little bit of noise in there, but we all knew he was really going to end up in Brooklyn, didn't we? Uh, Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> the return package that Houston got might rival, well, you know, it's Harden. So it's hard to say he's a superstar. So I, I can't sit here and say, oh, Houston won the trade. But I will say this, um, you know, they did get a pretty good amount in return. I mean, they got Victor Aladipo. And, and mind you, this is a, a four-team trade. So there's actually four components that we'll discuss. But, you know, we got Victor Aladipo heading to Houston, a la Indiana. They also got Dante Exum from Cleveland, who was a pretty big winner in this trade, too. More on that later. Uh, Rodians Curix, I think that's how you pronounce his name. You know, he was a small part of the rotation there in Brooklyn. They, the big part about this trade, though, is the uh, the picks. They got three unprotected Brooklyn picks in the first round, uh, four pick swaps, in addition to a uh, Milwaukee pick from Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> hard to say how all those are going to pan out because Brooklyn probably finishes, you know, with a, a top three, top four record in the East. So that's probably going to be a late – those are going to be late picks regardless. But – that's still a lot to get, you know? Yeah. So, you know, Houston, I've, I've, I've looked around trying to see how everybody else is grading them on this trade. I'm going to go ahead and give Houston an A minus. What about you? Uh, B plus. B plus. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. A little, that's, that's, that's better than it could have been. I mean, you're, you still are letting go of a, you know, a generational talent in Harden. So that's, that's fitting. Next, you know, in this obvious hierarchy to me is James Harden going to Brooklyn. You know, they gave up a lot to get him, but they got the guy they wanted, and they presumably have a big three. Well, yet to see if it actually will be a big three. More on that later. (laughs) But they got the guy they wanted. They have him under contract, I believe, for two more seasons. And, you know, all should be well with James Harden now. He has to get back in shape, but that's where he wanted to be. He gets to play with two other superstars and pretty good rotationary players. And I guess reunited with Mike D'Antoni. Um, and then also get to co- get coached by Steve Nash. So that's a pretty good, pretty good opportunity for him. You know, the next big winner in this trade that nobody is talking about is the Cavs, man. You know how you know I'm a huge Cavs fan. So <laughs> them getting Jared Allen, one of the best young big men in the league, still only 22 years old, is a big pickup for them. And they also were able to pick up Torian Prince, who I believe is on an expiring contract. So that's a big deal. You can flip him for assets or you can just let him walk. Either way, the big pickup for Cleveland in this trade is Jared Allen. And with the uncertainty surrounding Andre Drummond's contract, you know, that's, that's, he, he, he fits the timeline in Cleveland. You got lots of, lots of potential, potential uh, star talent 
in Cleveland all on a good timeline. You got Colin Sexton, you got Darius Garland, Kevin Porter Jr. You still got Jetty Oseman, you know, and Isaac Okoro, the most recent draft pick. So they have some good pieces there in Cleveland. So I'm going to give Cleveland an A- minus as well. Nope, scratch that, scratch that. I have to, I have to give them A+. Plus. Maybe I'm being a homer, but I got to give them A+. Plus. <laughs> I was right there with you, A-. minus. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know whether, you know, I agree with Prince, you know, he can probably play or you can get rid of him. And it's for whatever. him, it's the expiring deal. That's the big thing for him. But, uh, Alan, I, I, I want to see how he fits in a rotation. You know what I mean? You got Drummond, McGee, and then you got Allen. So let's, let's see how it works. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw any of the game tonight, but Andre Drummond balled out, and I think he had 33 points and 23 rebounds. So Damn. No, I didn't catch too much. <laughs> yeah, they won, um, you know, it's, albeit against the Knicks, but uh, that's still big-time stat line. So if I'm Cleveland, I don't care. You know, I don't care what you get back for Caleb at this point. I think the smart play is to – Trade Caleb for a bag of chips or, you know, a second round or whatever you can get for him. And your starting lineup should consist of Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, Jared Allen, Andre Drummond. That, to me, would be the starting lineup. And you can you can flip, you know, swap out whatever guard you want. But I'd, I'd take that over, you know, a healthy Kevin Love at this point right now. Um, that's just me. So a plus for Cleveland, in my opinion. And then Indiana, Indiana, to my knowledge, got Karis Levert and a second round pick and Karis Levert ain't no slouch, man. He, he can ball, but, uh, he obviously wasn't the centerpiece of this trade. And when I first saw this, I think I was telling you, I thought Karis got flipped to Houston. I thought so too. Um, but my sources were wrong. Uh, so, you know, when I did check it out again, I ended up noticing that it was Victor Aladipo instead who got moved to Houston, which, you know, at this point in their careers, uh, Aladipo is a better player than Levert. But I think Levert is younger at 26 and uh, has still has a pretty high upside. So I think everybody walked away from this trade happy. Um, I, I mean, it was just big time. The the one storyline though that I wanted to get into, man, <laughs> and we talked about this, you know, off the record, but um, was was Kyrie Irving. <laughs> uh-uh. So all day long before this trade, you know, surfaced, I was positive that whatever whatever trade occurred in Brooklyn, Kyrie was going to be part of it. I don't know about you. I'm right there. But yeah, I, I, I most definitely thought Kyrie would be included in whatever trade talks are going on just because of what, because of this bullshit that, you know, he's been putting the nets through. I think he, he, he has missed four straight games and has since been fined $50,000 and has, has to pretty much, lose four game checks and i think that totals up to around something like eight hundred thousand dollars a little bit over eight hundred thousand dollars i don't have the exact number but that's still a lot of money to forfeit yeah he's not playing tomorrow either 
Exactly. So that's another game check. So he's going into a million now. Um, I think it's like, I don't know, 400 some thousand dollars a game that he has to forfeit. But that's a lot of money to give up for for four games, four or five games. So the big question with him is and has been, you know, during this last week and a half is, is Kyrie serious about basketball? Does he, you know, so uh, to me, yeah, I raised the point on Twitter and I think I got some backlash for this. You know, I brought into the question, wasted talent. And I had asked, give me, you know, give us some of the, some players that come to mind when, when, when you come to the topic of wasted talent. And I had a picture of Kyrie on there (laughs) and, you know, I got some mixed, mixed feedback from that, but, you know, one of the followers on there of our Twitter page, you know, was like, I don't necessarily think Kyrie is a case of wasted talent, but at this point, here's what we do know. Kyrie is clutch. Kyrie is not a good defender. Kyrie is a has a has a uh, a record of being a malcontent on on teams. I mean, he forced his way out of Cleveland. He alienated his way off of Boston. And before this trade happened, it was starting to look like he was going to do the same in Brooklyn. So if I'm teams at this point, and we still don't know what's going on, we still don't know, you know, even when he does come back, is he going to be able to remain focused for the rest of the season? If 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 I'm the Nets, I'm I'm worried, man. I I just paid this guy, I think, 40, 40 I'm paying this guy $41 million a season. <laughs> and he's not giving his full effort. So let me just ask you this. <laughs> Is, right. Ky- is is Kyrie Irving worth the money that he's being paid right now? I mean, if he wasn't on this, you know, you know, on his little childish, you know, scheme, what's going on? Yes, he's worth it. But what's going on right now? You just slap the Nets owners in the face about that check <laughs> they signed you. So Kyrie needs to get his, you know, get his shit together. And figure out if he wants to play or not. If you don't want to play, let him know. Sit, retire. Get your life together and come back in a year or two. And I think that's what we were, you know, we were saying when we first initially discussed this off the record is that, you know, he needs to take a year off and get his head, get his mind together, and then, you know, come back. He's still a young dude. What would you say he was, 28? Yep. Yeah, he's still a young guy, and you know it. it, It's crazy to think that he's already been in the league for ten years. And I remember it like yesterday, him being drafted. Uh, But for all the talent that he has on court, he just seems lost off the court. And I don't know if that's just the perception of you know guys like us or (laughs) uh, people who aren't in his circle, but it's just not a good look for a player who so many you know think has for one thing he has the best handles in the game man he makes some, some pretty good shoes you know i don't know a couple pairs of them i ain't gonna lie and I, <laughs> and i continue to patronize him but i just you know i hate to see stuff like this because you see guys who 
who have all the, you know, the work ethic in the world, but zero talent, not zero talent, but not enough talent to cut it in the NBA who are just dying for a chance. And then you got Kyrie going out here missing games for who knows what and not necessarily being safe, you know, off the court. You know, he was caught without a mask at a uh, family member's birthday party recently during his little sabbatical. And, you know, he's just, he's not setting a good example for, for one, for younger players. And for two, you know, for it, for the professional level that he's at, it's like, dude, man, just come to work, do your job, get your money. These dudes, these dudes are paying you an excess of 40 plus million dollars a year. The, 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 the least you could do is come to the games. <laughs> like, get your ass in the building, man. So I, I don't know, man. I, I'm really hoping that it works out for him because just from a pure talent standpoint, they they have enough to to be a top three seed, if not top two seed in the East. Yeah, they do. And we know how Durant can operate with guys, you know, this caliber. He did it in Golden State. We've seen James Harden operate with, you know, other superstar players. And while we have seen Kyrie, you know, operate with the likes of LeBron and others, he just always – he's never really truly seemed happy at, you know, whatever destination he seemed to, you know, to go to. So I'm, I'm really hoping this all works out and we're not talking about how, how much of a failure uh, his stint in Brooklyn is. And maybe I'm overreacting a bit, but, but uh, be damned. You know, Kyrie Irving is a hell of a baller and he needs to stop acting <laughs> like, uh, you know, somebody who's not a professional before he ends up losing more money. So, you know, we'll, we'll revisit this, you know, come not maybe maybe the end of the season, maybe three, four of the way through the season. We'll revisit it. We'll see how it's going. Do you know what Brooklyn's record is? Because I don't. Uh, no, but um, they was on a losing streak at first, uh, but now they're picking it up. You know, Durant is like basically leading the team and – uh, I know they did good the other night uh, with Harden. I mean, not Harden, with Durant. And uh, let's see what Harden, you know, when he comes to the team, you know, with COVID and everything, he gets, you know, healthy and stuff. And, and they let him play. Um, let's see how it goes, you know, with Durant and Harden. I don't – man, I see – I don't know when Kyrie's going to come back. But he needs to get his shit together because if some, if those three players are on the same floor – Every team, even the Lakers, every best team has a problem. Hell yeah, man. So the, the, the big priorities for Brooklyn right now, Kyrie need to get his head right, and uh, James Harden needs to get his, uh, get his body right. That yeah. need to, he need to go on a diet. Something needs to happen. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see what happens with that. I don't know. Uh, on to the NFL, man. Urban Meyer just agreed to become the head coach of the Jacksonville Jags. Uh, that's a big pickup <laughs> for them. I'm not going to lie. I wish, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm hating, but I kind of wish that uh, Philadelphia would have sent some type of representation over there. But we all know why Urban chose Jacksonville 
And uh, that's simply because they have the number one overall pick. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. <laughs> they got the chance to draft, you know, whatever whatever quarterback he wants, or whatever player he wants. You know, it's widely considered that he's going to draft Trevor Lawrence. But I need to ask this on the air because I've been putting the rounds on Twitter. I don't know if I've asked you this yet off the record, but I put a poll out there on Twitter and I asked, should Urban Meyer take Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> I, uh, love, I love to hear your thoughts on that because let me just tell you, man, 28 votes total and – the numbers on this is 82% of people said no. <laughs> I'm right there with them. No. I had I'm to ask. Right. I just wanted to know. I'll tell you why. I know you're not going to like this, but I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good NFL player. Justin Fields, I don't know. Um, it's just, you know, we got to see. He didn't look too hot in the Alabama game. He might look hot on the Clemson game, but that Alabama game, he did not look good. I mean, I know you lost your starting quarter uh, running back and stuff, but still, it's, you know what I think Justin Fields' problem is? He holds the ball too long. And so well, by the time he realized he needs to throw the ball, that nigga, you know he's picking up grass out of his face mask. So I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a better quarterback in the NFL under Urban Meyer. So I think Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one. And uh, Justin Fields, I don't see him going in the top five. Oh, see, see we're going we're gonna to get to that. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, I'll tell you this. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the number one pick. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I would, I would shave my head. I would shave my head bald if they chose anybody else. Than, than Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> is that going on record? I put that I on the record. Know. I need to know. <laughs> I will film it. If they draft anybody else than Trevor Lawrence, I will shave my head. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Carey going bald. <laughs> I go with the bus cut. I ain't going bald. Fuck that. Oh, nah, I know what I heard. <laughs> I know what I heard. <laughs> Look, man, they're drafting Trevor Lawrence. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, that's that's the whole reason why Urban took this spot. He has the chance to shape the roster however he wants. Jags have a lot of cap space. They have some good up-and-coming talent. When you talk about guys uh, like James Robinson, DJ Chark, uh, obviously whoever they choose at number one, most likely Trevor Lawrence. Um, they have, you know, uh, Chenault, and, you know, a couple guys on defense. So that they're, they're in a good spot. And that's why Urban chose them. I don't think he would have gone anybody else, to anybody else. Just couldn't have seen it. But Trevor's going to be number one. And if he isn't, then I'll shave my head. Y'all got that on the air. But to the other storyline, Justin Fields, who you just referred to as, uh, you know, holding on to the ball too long. And interestingly enough, man, I've actually heard some people say, and I've seen some, uh, you know, very, very good sources say that Justin Fields should consider staying one extra year at Ohio State. I think even Mel Kiper Jr. and Todd Shea echoed that. 
Um, their reasoning is that, you know, he needs to work on his progressions, which is somewhat along the lines of what you said. You know, he needs to figure out who to get the ball to when the defense takes away his first and second options. So um, I'm, I'll say this. I don't think he needs to stay another year because I think his draft stock may or may not be higher than it may not be any more high than it is right now. If he goes next year, who knows if he goes number one? And who knows if he'll stay healthy? I mean, he took that huge shot in that Clemson game, which may have affected his performance at Alabama. I'm not going to make excuses, but that could have been a contributing factor. Um, So if he does stay, there's no guarantee that he goes number one. There's no guarantee that he stays healthy. But so I don't, I I really don't think he needs to stay, but I think he still goes top five. I know you disagree and we're about to get into that, (laughs) but uh there's just too many quarterback needy teams. And ladies and gentlemen, let me just let me give you some background on what's about to happen. Going back years, we had this old school bet that we do. It's Cousin Finney's bet. You're in Ohio, you know what Cousin Finney's is. Mm, pretty good pizza. You know, not the best, but it's it's some of our favorite pizza. And we used to always put bets specifically sports bets oh boston versus cleveland who's gonna win this game all cousin Vinny's bet stuff like that so my good old buddy old pal here he's a little bit delusional (laughs) happens to think that uh new england who's uh selecting 15th i think is going to draft justin fields and so in in the uh, in the spirit of our friendship, we have proposed a cousin Vinny's bet. <laughs> now I I went line off the record. I went line for line, guys, uh, in you know in draft order on who and who is not going to select Justin Fields. So I, I don't have the list in front of me, but I should just pull it up because I think the audience deserves to hear the explanations on this while i'm pulling that up why don't you just 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 tell people man why do you think they're going to draft justin fields just the team i told you off the you know off the air it's just the teams that are going before him uh you know picking before new england are going to grab other quarterbacks um they're going to fit them i promise you the number one besides trevor lawrence the next quarterback that's getting off the board is zach wilson from byu and he's going to Atlanta. Nigga, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. And then the next quarterback after that is going to be from uh, North Dakota. Trey Lance. Yeah, I can't remember his name. And uh, there might be another quarterback. Dead is Justin Fields. But by the time it's in, it's, it's probably going to be the Patriots. There's going to be three, after Trevor Lawrence, three to four quarterbacks who get off the board before Justin Fields does. Bro, okay. So let me just—I'll put it to you like this. So you think you obviously think Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback, or is going to be a better quarterback than Justin Fields at this point? Is that fair to say? Yes. Okay. Zach Wilson from BYU. You think he's going to be drafted before Justin Fields? Yes. Kyle Trask. You think he will be drafted for before Justin Fields? Yes. 
Okay, so that's three quarterbacks right there. Let's take a look at this list just just real quick. And that's not, I'm not even done yet. Real, real quick, is Matt Jones from Alabama going in the draft? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, he's he's. I think that performance against Ohio State put him in the first round, but if oh, he ain't. That's another person. This nah, bro. He is not going <laughs> in the top. He not going before Fields. You got to be crazy to think that. I'm I'm telling you, you gonna be Saudi when I have to call you on draft day. I'm like, look. <laughs> I got your boy in the pats. Bro, you you know how I feel about that. And I got to root for my Ohio State guys, and I'll be no different if he goes for whatever reason, if New England is able to pull Justin Fields. I will support him. Lord knows I hate the Patriots. I always have. I always will. But if he ends up going, that would be insane. But they're picking at 15. You have – Obviously, you got the Jags. They're going to take. They're going to take Lawrence. We know that. The Jets. You think they stick with Darnold? Uh, I want to say no, but uh, knowing the Jets, you know they're going to be in the top pick, top two pick next year too. So they got nothing to lose. Okay. So. Honestly, before the Alabama game, I would have said Justin Fields goes to the Jets, but. I think they saw what they needed to see in that game, and I don't honestly, I don't think that they're going to end up drafting Justin Fields. So they're at number two. Number three is Miami. Miami's not taking a quarterback. No, they're not. Four, Atlanta. That's a destination I think Justin could go to. And I already, you know, I mentioned this to you. I think he goes there. He could possibly sit behind Matt Ryan and, you know, learn a little bit about the game. And take over. The you trick know. part with that is, I think Matt Ryan is free agent. Yeah, he is. I think you know, yeah. for him, it all it all just depends upon what Atlanta's plans are. They could, you know, I think they could. Is he unrestricted? Uh, he I probably don't know. is. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be entirely dependent upon what they do with Matt Ryan. But I still think that's in, that's a location you have to consider. Uh, you know, Cincinnati, they have their quarterback of the future and Joe Burrow at five. They're not taking him. Philadelphia Eagles, my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. They're not going to take a quarterback. I definitively think that, but I, <laughs> with Howie Roseman, man, nobody knows. I'm hoping they take Devonte Smith or Jamar Chase. Either one. I'm cool with that. But bottom line is they're not going to take a quarterback. Seven, Detroit. I think they're in another situation like uh, like Atlanta. I think Matthew Stafford is a free agent as well. So that that's another possible destination for a quarterback. That certainly would make sense for Justin Fields. Carolina, are are they sold on Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he didn't. You know, they didn't make playoffs, but they didn't get dominated, you know, overall in the division and stuff, like overall in all their games. There was a lot of games that they, you know, almost won, and they just, you know, a couple plays short. So Yeah, and they also uh, didn't have McCaffrey. Yeah, and a healthy one, too, a healthy McCaffrey. So I would say give Teddy another chance. So uh, I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. Okay. They probably they, grab something on free agency. Yeah, they definitely could. I think you had brought to mind. I think, uh, would you say they were they were interested in bringing in Dwayne Haskins? Yes. So that's a, de- de- a definitely a possible 
location, but not quite certain. Uh, Denver at number nine. I'm not sold on Drew Locke, and I don't think they are either. So I think that's a possible destination for him. And then 10, I think this is the big one that we talked about before. Dallas, they have a lot of decisions to make. Are they going to re-sign Dak Prescott or franchise tag him? Or what are they doing with Andy Dalton? I mean, there's just a lot of different things they have to figure out. I think that's a possible, a big, that would be a big pickup for Dallas. I mean, you get to save money by drafting fields as opposed to paying uh, you know, for a full max contract on Dak. So I think the smart play for Jerry Jones, if he's available, you tag Dak for one more season and then you draft Justin Fields. So I think that makes sense. Uh, at 11, you got New York. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's really big on uh, Danny Dimes. Mr. Danny Fumbles, Danny Stumbles. So... That's a possible spot. Uh, San Fran, you yourself told me that uh, Jimmy G ain't going to be there too much longer. I bet you still wish you had him in uh, New England, though. My, you mind your business, all right? <laughs> I would have kept him. Hey, I'm just throwing this out there. Just throwing this out there. Is it possible that Bill Belichick could possibly trade back for Jimmy G? Nah, we're going mobile, baby. That's the new era. <laughs> mobile quarterbacks. Okay, Los Angeles. They are not taking the Chargers. They are not taking a quarterback. They have Justin Herbert. Minnesota is a toss-up. How they really feel about Kirk Cousins, nobody really knows. But they did. You know, they got Justin Jefferson. They they got some weapons there. They still got Adam Thielen. They got Dalvin Cook. So they may not elect to draft a quarterback that high. They probably go um, – Somewhere on the defense. Yeah. And then we get to your lovely little darling New England Patriots. I appreciate it. <laughs> and that's what Justin feels. Boom. <laughs> At number 15, you think Justin Fields is gone. Okay, so you heard it here already. Cousin Vinny's bet. I just want you on record, Bo. If they draft... Justin Fields at 15. I will I will buy your cousin Vinny's. I appreciate it. I will send the money down there. <laughs> but listen, didn't I tell you this? I'm not talking about Trevor Lawrence. We all know Trevor Lawrence is a, you know, it's a done deal. He's wearing a fuck, he's gonna wear a fucking Jacksonville hat. But then I say there's gonna be three quarterbacks before Fields gets off the board. Okay, give me those quarterbacks right now. No, ah. Uh, I can't – listen, it's not the point about which quarterback is get off. <laughs> All I'm telling you is Atlanta's going to take a quarterback. Okay. okay. Atlanta's taking a quarterback, the Lions are taking a quarterback, and Denver's taking a quarterback. That's it. Is and Dallas get taking a quarterback? Dallas is keeping Dak and, and Dalton. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you – so you don't think the Jets are going to take a quarterback? Nope. I think they're going to – Give Sam Darnold another chance. I, I ain't gonna lie. Listen, not a New York fan. The Jets been the Jets have been trash, you know, for a long time. Even Mark Sanchez was doing good for them a couple of years. They go into the playoffs. Oh, nigga, you tripping? You bringing Sanchez into this? 
Mr. Buck. I Bumble. mean, I, I, I mean, you can call it what it is, but did he not take him to the you know playoffs? He did. I can't lie. That so, was that was so, eleven years ago, 10, 11 years ago. It don't even matter. They went to the playoffs. So look at the Jets now. In the past couple of years, they just been ass, been trashed. So they got nothing to lose. So I think the Jets gonna go with the O line and help out. You know, Sam Darnold. Yeah, they could but, take Penny Sewell. Um, so those three teams I just named you, Atlanta, Detroit, and Denver, are going to take a quarterback before Fields gets off the board. Fields is going to be the fifth overall quarterback to get off the board. <laughs> you can record that too when you're at it. All right. Okay. You heard it here first. My buddy here is delusional, but... You're wrong, babe. If you win, uh, obviously we'll pay for your cousin Vinny's. If I win, you just run me the amount of money that cousin Vinny's costs. Big Ten, you know how it is. None of this this big deal shit. The Big Ten. (laughs) I got you. I'm made of my word. All right. So I just wanted to get that on the record. So, you know, we we, we talked about some of these, you know, these teams. It's, It's no question now that there are some head coaching vacancies in the NFL, we we already talked about Urban Meyer. You know he he fulfilled that one. So, you know you got other teams. I think the Jets are going to hire Robert Salah. If you know I'm not mistaken, they already did. Yeah, and you got Five Arthur Smith. You know being hired. I think by was it Atlanta? Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, so I mean that's a. Um, that's a big time pickup. And, you know, there are a few teams out there that still need head coaches. You know, you got Detroit. <laughs> I wouldn't say Detroit. Yeah, the Chargers, my beloved Eagles. Oh, Texans. Uh, yes, the Texans. So I have no idea what route they're going. But I'll tell you this there are some interesting positions still available. And I'm going to pull that list up right now. Let's see here. You got Atlanta, who actually no, they they like I said they agree with Arthur Smith on terms. Detroit still available. You got Houston, like you mentioned. Uh, Jacksonville's already been taken, obviously. Mm, Los Angeles, the Chargers. Um, Robert Salah's already agreed with the Jets. Philadelphia, and I think that's it. So. Of the remaining coaching vacancies, who would you take? What team would you want to be the coach of? Uh, uh, okay, so the Jets, thank God somebody took that job. Salah's uh, a big deal. That's a big pickup for them. Yeah, I mean, it is, but <laughs> my man's already bald, so he can't get any balder. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Atlanta, I would have liked Atlanta, you know, you know <clears throat> having Zach Wilson as a quarterback. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> uh, out of all those teams, ah, I would want – I almost said Philly. I won't lie to you. I almost did. But then I realized you got no receivers. Dad. You got no receivers. Um, And the team is just garbage. I don't, I don't want to tell you like that. You just Dang. suck. So, if I had it to two teams – it would be the Chargers or Texans, and if I would go with the Texans, 
I think I could work around some stuff, bring in some receivers, some tight ends, you know, for Deshaun to throw to. Boom, get his little four or five thousand yards a year season. Boom, going to Texans. Throw him up. Okay. That's not a bad, I mean, that's obviously, depending upon what happens with Deshaun, that's not a bad destination. If they can work it out with him, that's great. But the arrow is pointing towards them possibly trading him. They got a lot of work to do to make that marriage work. Uh, For me, um, as much as I love the Eagles, you know, I would not take that head coaching position right now. I would touch it with a 10-foot pole because they have one of the worst cap positionings in football this upcoming offseason they're so far over the cap is not even funny and it's not like we have an assortment of talent either these are old aging veterans on bad contracts so i would stay away from philadelphia you know it remains to be seen who is going to take that job and you know word is they've hired i'm not hired they've um, interviewed a lot of different candidates I, they've even given deuce staley uh, the running backs coach a shot at the head coach position and you know, i ain't gonna lie that would probably be pretty cool to see because that's been in the works for a while um you know they interviewed salah i think before he you know decided to go in with the jets and this is the crazy one to me i don't know if you saw this but they actually gave an interview to kellen moore what yeah they you know who kellen moore is right yeah Yes, they they wanted to interview Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, former quarterback. Only been a coordinator for two seasons. I don't get that. I I don't get it. But <laughs> that's why I don't. That's why I don't work. Well, you know, for the Eagles. So I I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't take that position. To me, the most intriguing position right now is the chargers just because of justin herbert and they got some dogs over there man they got some weapons so that i would take that i would take that if if it was offered to me so i mean you look at the last the rest of these teams on here and they figure all of most of them figure to have either a new quarterback under center or uh, a returning one that's uh still pretty good you know i.e atlanta if they decide to retain matt ryan then you have a Pro Bowl level quarterback at your uh, disposal. If you're Detroit, you have a serviceable starter in Matt Stafford still. And obviously, if you're Houston, you may or may not have Deshaun Watson. We'll have to see how that situation plays out. <sighs> I don't know, man. It, it, it's been a whirlwind. I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know where to put my head at when it comes to the Eagles. You know, I'm kind of I was hoping that they would go college ranks because you may have seen this report, but they were looking at guys like Lincoln Riley and even Ryan Day. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, I would love that, you know, either one of those. And Ryan Day actually used to work for the Eagles, um, used to be a coach. But I just don't think that's happening. I, I don't know what Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie are doing right now. I don't know what they're thinking because they obviously chose – Carson Wentz over Doug Peterson. And we talked about this in our last episode, I think. Um, But I think they made a mistake. So who knows, you know, who actually is interested in this position? Because with 
Peterson now gone, Carson presumably is going to end up staying in Philly at least for one more season to try and work it out. That's, you know, that's what I've been hearing. But, you know, we'll have to see. And who knows what they're going to end up doing with Jalen Hurts. If they decide to keep both of them, uh, you know, they, it could work. The new coach, whoever they bring in, could potentially resurrect what's left of Wentz's potential. Or Wentz could be benched again for Hurts, and we could watch the situation play out all over again. <laughs> so, I think so that's going to happen. It might. It might. I'm not going to lie. I hope not. But shit, man, when crazier things have happened, especially in Philadelphia. You remember how Donovan Nav uh, got put out the door famously uh, for Kevin Cobb. And, you know, Michael Vick wasn't even part of the equation at that point. He was just a backup. So we've seen crazier things happen. Uh, I, I really didn't. I don't even, even know how to approach this. So we're going to move on and uh, to our last topic of the day. And that is the NFL playoffs. We got some good matchups this weekend, man. Got Browns Chiefs. That's a big game right there, bro. I think that's 305. Are they uh, playing tomorrow or Sunday? I think they're playing tomorrow. Uh yeah, I mean they got uh that, that that's a huge game for the Browns. No, it's it's Sunday. They're playing Sunday at 305. Um you you look at the landscape of this and you say, well, the Browns, you know, they're, they may be overachieving. I don't think so. I think they're, they're, they're legit. Finally, they're finally peaking at the right time. You know, you have, you have a pretty good quarterback in Baker Mayfield. You have the best one, two punch in my opinion, uh, in football in the backfield in Kareem hunt and Nick Chubb. You have a, a a monster on that D line and Miles Garrett. You still got Jarvis Landry. Um, no Odell obviously went down, but they they got some guys, man. They got some ballers there, so I think they can they can make some noise in this game. But I mean, you look at their opponent, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, what don't they have? <laughs> you talk about right the best quarterback in the game. Uh, you got Tyreek Hill. You got the best tight end in the game with, you know, Travis Kelsey, um, you know, <laughs> numerous other weapons. So I'm looking at this and I I think it's – I don't know what the over-under is for this, you know, what they're doing. I haven't looked at it, but I do know that Kansas City has been on long layoff. You know, they've been able to rest for, what, two weeks now? So uh, no, even long well, not even longer because uh, what the last time the starters played was week fifteen. Fifteen, Jesus. Okay, so three, four weeks they've been resting, and we'll have to see, you know, how that affects their play if they're able to just turn it on, turn it off. But it's hard to pick against them, man. Even if you know, being from Ohio, liking to see, you know, how well the Browns do. I'm glad they're in the playoffs. First time in, uh, I believe, 18 years. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for him. But <laughs> honestly, I don't have a lot of hope. You know, you're playing against the best quarterback in the game and uh, probably the best team in the game. So if I got to pick one of these, I, I got to go 
with uh, the Super Bowl champs, you know, defending huh. champs. Got to go with the Chiefs. I can't believe you, Mac. I really – I got to be objective, man. I mean, what, what do you want me to say? <laughs> it's been a good ride. No. No. Okay? Don't get it confused. You're just scared of the Chiefs. That's what that sounds like. Listen, <laughs> the Patriots almost beat the Chiefs in, the, in, in Chief Kingdom, all right? And we didn't even have Cam Newton. Bro. I had Hoyer and Stenham. And we on, we, listen, <laughs> they get, listen, Cleveland has receivers. Patriots don't. Cleveland has tight ends. Patriots don't. We got running backs, but they're not as good as Hunt and uh, Chubb. Um, defense, they got a better line. Linebackers, secondary. They about to punch Mahomes in the mouth. I'm telling you right now, it, it, if you, the Browns win this game, it's on Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt has to go punch the Chiefs for what they did to him, letting him go. He's going to knock their heads off. 200 yards rushing and two TDs. <laughs> Bro, you crazy now. Look. I'm telling you. Look, I'm telling hey, you. <laughs> yeah, Kareem Hunt alone. <laughs> I'm, talking about not, I'm not talking about alone. You know, Baker might – you know, Baker's going to do him the defense. But I'm talking about the, the egg factor for the offense is Kareem Hunt. Okay. I'll give, look, yards. I'll give you this. But understand something. I think Big Ben threw the ball over 60, maybe even 70 times last game, and they did not sack him once. That speaks volumes, bro. They they did not get him once. The, the man threw for over 500 yards. Although they won, their defense could, cannot sniff Mahomes. I'm telling you, they are not going to be able to get to him. I promise you they are. I don't care big man threw the 16. <laughs> Look at the score. I don't Listen, if I'm up 28-0, I don't. I don't care what my defense is doing. They're not letting you know. They're not letting Steelers score. So if that happens again, you know, I even know the Steelers gonna start making a comeback. But the uh, you know clock ran out. They just got a whole you know Patrick Mahomes. They just got a whole Travis Kelsey, you know Hill, you know Watson, and all the other weapons over there. But if they can just keep getting in Mahomes' face, you gonna make Mahomes nervous, man. Real quick. I don't know what you smoking on. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we might see the Browns. Or we might see the Browns in the AFC Championship, man. We might live and witness and witness a Cleveland in the AFC Championship. Even listen, if the Cleveland listen, if Cleveland beats the Chiefs, Cleveland goes to the Super Bowl, brother. Listen, I love you. You, you, I'm telling you, you are like my brother, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> No, I'm telling you, bro. You crazy. <laughs> Listen, I'm a believer. I'm not even a Cleveland fan, but I do not want to see the Chiefs win. Chiefs? Look. Listen, it's going to be Browns versus Ravens. I'll okay. be damn if the Bill wins. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to the next pick. But I'm just – I'll end, I'll end my, my pick on this. It's just – look, it's been a fun ride. Cleveland has achieved a lot this season, even without Odell. And I would love to see that continue to go. But I got to be objective here. I got to look at the team that's facing. This is not the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is not going to be a walk in the park. And they're not just going to be able to shut Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Patrick Mahomes down just like that. It's just not going to happen. Patrick Mahomes is 10 times the quarterback at this point in their careers that Big Ben is. And Andy Reid... 
is coming fresh off of a Super Bowl and facing a rookie head coach. So I'm not saying that anything can't happen because it's any given Sunday. We're in the playoffs. Any team can be any team at this point. You just have to be on your game. So I'm going to give Cleveland a 40% chance to win this game. But I got to I, I gotta stick with Kansas City in this one. I'll go I, – I think, I think this has the potential to be a shootout. So I'm going to go 28 to 31. That's me, Chiefs. Okay. Where are you heading with this? I'm going a little higher. I'm thinking Browns. I'm telling you, Browns going to come in, Chiefs kingdom, and hit them in the mouth. So, <sighs> man, Chiefs, oh man. so the Browns win by 10, 35, 25. All right. All right. I, I, I'll give you that. Okay. So – We'll revisit this, obviously, on Sunday, you know, after the game. We'll see how this is going. But for now, we can move on to the next matchup. Uh, one of the games tomorrow, the Rams and the Packers. This this one should be easy. I, and I hope we're on the same page because I hate to be uh, to be picking against you, man, <laughs> like we just did. But this one should be easy. Rams, Packers. It's, it's uh, Aaron Donald versus Aaron Rodgers. Who you got? Um, I'm taking the Packers. Um, I'm taking the Packers. Devontae Adams uh, is about to get open. Jalen Ramsey ain't about to guard him. He about to get open. So I'm going. With, I'm going. Uh, I'm going with you know the Cheeseheads, Green Bay, and uh, I'm. I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying some crazy numbers right now. So I'm saying like 35, 14. Aaron Rodgers throwing it. Oh. Slinging it. He's come slinging it. Come on, man. Look. Slinging it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm with you on the Packers win. I, I, I give you that one. I don't know. Are, are they starting Wolf Harden or are they starting Golf? I'm not man, sure. I don't, I'm not even sure either because I know both of them are banged up right now. So yeah, I don't know what they're about to do. They might do do like a dual dual threat quarterback position or something. Somebody takes a snap, and then uh, the quarterback takes a snap. These niggas lied to us. Okay, no, I'll tell you this right now. Sean McVay lied. Jared Goff, you seen the way he played in that last game? He could have played. He could have started. They don't yeah. like Jared Goff. They don't like him. You want? Do you think the you think the Rams gonna let him go? I do. I think they already regret signing him to that that big contract. I think. If you got Sean McVay in a room right now off the record, if we got him on the podcast and we weren't airing it, I think he would tell us that he would drop golf right now if he could do a do-over. I'll tell you that oh, right now. That's hard. That hurts. I'm telling hurts. you, man. I, he hasn't been the same. Look look at their Super Bowl run. Look when they The year they made the Super Bowl with Todd Gurley, they were able to do one thing very, very well that took the pressure off of – Jared Goff, and that was run the football. They don't do that particularly well right now. They can they can do it in spurts, but back in 2018, they were able to run the football. You know, it was a terrible Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, but, hey, 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 mister. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't it was the most that. ugly Super Bowl we've seen since the Seattle Broncos one. Come on, you know that. The Eagles and Patriots Super Bowl, the second one, that was ugly. So nah, I was telling you that'd being be a called. hater, man. Could be in a hater. Tom Brady threw for the most. Interference. He threw for the most yards in a Super Bowl history and still lost. Okay. I want listen because there was no flag, there's no Foot Locker, no. Listen, 
I swear to God, I think the rest were actually full locker employees. They ain't calling nobody. <laughs> it was they were just wearing hey, a shirt, wearing uniforms. He, he was he's the goat, man. He was supposed to get it done. He was, but you know when the Eagles are cheating, you know they hold it. <laughs> You know, they're doing a whole bunch of stupid plays. Philly, Philly. Get the hell out of here with that shit. Hey, it worked, didn't it? It worked. Nick Foles out here catching touchdowns. We saw what happened when Tom Brady tried to do it. I don't care. That's why Nick Foles can't keep a job. Hey, I'm right there with you, bro. Uh, but, no, Packers, man, they're going to win this game, obviously. They better. You know, it, it'll be really bad for Aaron Rodgers' legacy right now if he doesn't win this game. If he doesn't at least make it to the championship game or the NFC championship game. So I'm going to give this one to the Packers. I think that they, I don't think it's going to be a blowout like you think, but I'll give them mm, 30 to 20. They don't call him A Rob for nothing, baby. I mean, they, you're right. You're right. He's, you know, him and Patrick Mahomes, two best quarterbacks in the game. He's been he's obviously done it at a longer, you know, level, you know, a longer time frame than Mahomes. So you can't not pick him. Uh, next game on the list. I know you hate this one. This is the Ravens and the Bills. That's tomorrow. That's the uh eight fifteen game, big game. Go to Ravens, baby. Okay, so let me you know, there's been a lot of talk about Josh Allen on this podcast. Not necessarily from us. <laughs> But, uh, you know, John, he's really high on Josh Allen. You know, I, I think Josh Allen's legit, but I don't get I don't get how you can just so easily dispatch the Bills. Is it because you don't want them to win because they're in their division? Is that all this? Yeah, and I'm not sold on Josh Allen. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. He ain't a fucking quarterback. I'll sign for my franchise. Are you serious? Dumb bums can keep him. Bro. I don't want Josh Allen. Nope. Nope, I don't want to hear. It. I don't want him. I don't want him. He can go back to fucking Wyoming. Ooh, ooh. No, nope, nope. I don't want. Why, him. why do you hate Josh Allen? What is this, what is this? I don't want him. I don't want him. It's, it's. I think it's just because he plays for Buffalo. If he was playing Damn this right. well for New England, you would take him right now. Nope. Well, maybe I don't know. Okay, so I'll just ask you. You would take him right now. Who are you taking, Lamar or Josh? Listen, man, I'm a mobile type. I mean, Allen can run, but you know me, I'm a quarterback. I'm a I'm gonna run with the quarterback, so I'm taking Lamar. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out in these streets. Lamar all day, baby. I'm Honestly, I would uh, I would take him too. I ain't gonna lie. Is there any MVP? Let's you go. can't you can't not take him. I mean, if if Philadelphia had the chance to get Lamar Jackson, I'm taking Lamar Jackson all day over Josh Allen. But let's not get this twisted. Josh Allen was played at an MVP level caliber this season and um yeah. he's <laughs> uh he is one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now so he's got his 13 and 3 bills in this matchup against baltimore and you know i don't did you watch the playoff game last week between the bills and the chargers well i mean the colts i mean it was a close game yeah i watched a little bit it was close a lot of people thought that the Colts played well enough to win that game. Yeah, they did. Um, you know, even with Phillip Rivers. So it, they're going up against a much tougher competition this week with uh, with Baltimore. And it's not like Baltimore lights up the passing game. They don't. You know, it's just not their 
not their avenue. That's not what they do. They run the ball. So I look for Baltimore to have over 200 yards rushing. I think Lamar goes over 100 again. Let's go. But sadly, much to your chagrin, I'm taking Buffalo in this game. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'll take Buffalo. I think this is is going to be another shootout. I'll take them, I think, 33 to 30. Uh, 30 to 20. Okay. So, obviously, you're going Baltimore. Let's get it. Okay, so that means you're putting you're putting Baltimore versus Cleveland in the AFC Championship game. Yep. Okay, and you know what? That that's that'd be some good to see. That would have meant that Cleveland would have faced back to back divisional foes in the playoffs. That's a big time matchup. Yep. Let's get it. I'm not going to lie. I'd love to see that. Just not only for, not only for the storylines, but for Baker versus Lamar. Okay, we head to the last matchup. This is another big time one. We got we got Tampa Bay versus <laughs> you. You so wrong for that. You so wrong for that. <laughs> Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. So, you know, we're looking at this, and you're looking at two quarterbacks over forty, and. This was a 40 and up club. <laughs> Damn right it is. No, it's a 40 and up club. You have Tom Brady still playing like his younger self with uh, an explosive offense. You have Drew Brees, on the other hand, looking like he's on the way out. I'm not going to lie. I don't think he's washed, but I think he retires out of this season. Um, I think so, too. So, you know, this should be another game. You know, I think if I'm not mistaken – the Saints beat the Bucks t- both times this year. They swept them. Yep. Good and this, <laughs> that second game was a doozy too. Only three points, Bucks. Yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty bad. It did not look good for Brady, but Brady, Brady turned it around. The Bucks turned it around. They closed out the year. You know, they ended the year eleven and five. First time in the playoffs in years. So you know, shout out to them. That's all Brady. You know, we saw what Bruce Arians did with. Jameis Winston last year, and we know you're not the biggest believer in Jameis Winston. Uh-oh. But uh, Tom Brady obviously changed their whole culture there, and they brought a lot of veterans with them. They got Gronk out of retirement. They brought A.B. You know, they, they even got LaShawn <laughs> McGoy down there. Uh, you know, they got they got a stacked roster. So we'll have to see if the GOAT can get it done. So we, we, we know – what New Orleans has. You know, they run a pretty balanced attack with uh, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, uh, Taysom Hill and others. They can run and pass. So that's not in question. But for playoff football, you got to go with the guy who has six rings. That's, that's, as many as, that's as many as most franchises have. So it's Tom Brady, man. He's in the he's he's in the playoffs. He doesn't let you down a lot in the playoffs. You got to go with the goat, right? No, do you not got to go with the goat? <laughs> okay, do not. That's the most stupid. Listen, that's the most stupid shit that I heard in Josh Allen be been the Bills winning. All right, that was more stupid. This shit's more stupid. Drew Brees, baby, who that nation? Let's get it. Listen, 
don't get it wrong. Tom Brady is a whole new who, who's like you know whole new player in the playoffs. But I'm giving it to Drew Brees. He's about you know if 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 this is his last year, he's going out with a bang. Okay, he's gonna dominate. He's gonna dominate them Bucks defense. All right, yeah, nigga, hear crazy. me out. Just hear me out. Camara is about to do some shit like he did on Christmas again. All right. We got Michael Thomas, who 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 had a rough year this year, you know, with injuries and stuff, but he about to dominate on all them corners and safeties. So I don't know what to tell the Bucks. Just pack that shit up, no, man. Ready for all season and get ready. To go. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for surprised. football season to be over. I am right. surprised. Hey, look, man, we all know we. Let's not kid ourselves here. You're not a Brady hater. You're only mad because Brady is not in New England anymore. How are you gonna do me like that? How are you gonna have a 20 year marriage and you just gonna walk away and leave? Man, he saw the younger woman, bro. <laughs> he saw the younger, more attractive, more athletic woman. He a bitch for that. That's why he's gonna lose. That's a bitch move, all right? That's a that's a PB move right there. Type of bitch move. Hey. Why he gonna lose tomorrow? And he's gonna cry. We're gonna watch more memes of him just laying down like he did on Super Bowl. Took the L. <laughs> so safe to say you're taking New Orleans, obviously. Hell yeah. What's Hell the score? Yeah. You know, it's playoffs, Brady's a whole new person. It'll be close. So I'm saying like, you know, 35, 28. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. Hopefully, it's not no three points that uh, the Bucks score, but I'm obviously going with the GOAT in this one. I'm going to take this 27-24. I think this has all the makings of a classic. This could very well be Drew Brees' last game. And if it is, then, you know, God be with him. You know, hopefully he goes out with the bang, even in the loss. Hopefully he picks up big numbers. So... This is his last game, you know. If this is the last we see at the legendary Drew Brees, uh, it's been one hell of a ride, one hell of a career, man. Brought a brought a Super Bowl to to New Orleans. Only what three years after arriving there, so it was big time, you know. He he changed that city forever, and much respect to him. I know he had the off season controversy, uh, but. I would like to think that, you know, he's a man of high character in most regards. So we'll see what happens. But I'm going with the Bucks in this one. <laughs> I can't believe you. I know you just thought you're not liking my picks today, man. I don't I don't get I, you. Cause you out here be like a little baby uh Tom Brady. You might be MVP too, MVP. You know, I'm getting tired of you today, you know. You're out here picking the wrong team. I don't know what's going on with you tonight, but you out here fucking up. Listen, man. When we when we revisit this, we'll see because I, I I'm pretty sure that uh, my picks my picks will hold true and and yours are going to end up making you look bad. So we'll have to see. I do know that we have a lot of good games to watch. Where there's no shortage of that. This has been you know even last weekend very good games, man. Every single one of them. Um, everybody really thought Seattle was going to be able to advance and they didn't. So. And that was the one, the one big loss from last week. Everybody knew that Chicago was going to lose. You know, that wasn't even – I don't even know why that was a game. Everybody pretty much picked um, the Bucks to beat Washington. I didn't. I know you did. But, look, you, you lost. Just accept you lost. 
<laughs> Listen, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't even dominate Washington, all right? They only won by a couple points. All right, I don't want to hear it. No, they didn't, no. And Taylor Heineke played very well. So I'll give them that. And they 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 could have found their next quarterback. So we'll see what happens with them. But no short is a good NFL games. We'll we'll talk about it next episode. We'll see how we are with them. And we'll close out the show today by doing something we haven't done in a while, and that is MVPB. So, Chris, you know, we haven't done this in a while. I know this is kind of off topic. I know we didn't talk about this before the show, but if you had to give me your MVPB for this episode, who would it be? It would be you. I knew I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. It would be I knew you it was coming. for all the stupid ass picks. All right. You don't want to believe my draft, my draft, my, you know, my draft picks. You don't want to take my NFL picks. You're just a big ass hater tonight. Hey, it's, it's my DNA, I guess. Damn you, a hater. Talia, Talia, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, that's my wife, but she likes to say I'm the biggest hater in the world when I'm sick. Let's, let's get it. <laughs> She's over shaking her head right now. Let's get it. You She's, go ahead, girl. I'm the biggest hater in the world when I'm sick. And I don't know. Maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe I just hate the world because I'm, I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm sick. Damn, take- so we all got to be mad. I hope you get healthy, buddy. I hope you get all the vitamin seeds you need in the world. All right. I hope you get healthy so you can love the, you can love the world and choose the right picks because you're hey. fucking up tonight. We'll see. I don't know. if it, My MVPB for this episode is probably Jeffrey Lurie just because I think he chose the wrong guy to let go of. And I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to say that they should have gotten rid of either one because right, I still think Carson Wentz has a ton of potential. It's just a bad year. But I don't think that Doug Peterson should have been fired. I think what really happened was Doug chose Jalen over Carson, and the organization didn't like that, namely specifically Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. So I think that's why that happened. Jeff, you're my MVPB. You better get this shit turned around. Um, Philadelphia fans are, you know, are holding this team to a higher standard, especially after three straight uh, playoff appearances, Super Bowl. Oh, Rick Super Bowl. <laughs> We've been in a downward spiral since the Super Bowl. So, you know, we <laughs> So, yeah, Jeff, man, you better you better turn this shit around. We did we deserve more. We're loyal fans. You know, we we've had to sit through a lot and, and watch you guys and make mistake after mistake in the draft. So, first things first, Howie, you better get this pick right. You better pick Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase. Listen, one of those two players are going to Cincinnati. I'm telling you that right now. I think they take that uh, the tackle. Uh, if the Jets don't pick Sewell, I think that they end up taking him because no. they're not they, – look, I could see them taking a receiver, yes. They could take Jamar Chase. They could take Smith. They do need a weapon. They, they're going to let go of A.J. Green most definitely. Well, they have to. I think he's a free agent, but they, yeah, they need some weapons. They have T. Higgins, but uh, and they got Boyd, but they, I'm telling they could, you, they, they, they need a line, man. They can't protect Burrow. Oh, so they, I mean, I, I, I agree with 100%. There's a line, but guess what? They're about to shuffle that line of free agency 
You know what I mean? They but they're gonna do it. I promise you. It's Cincinnati. You think they're gonna? Because that's that's essentially what Cleveland did, and you see where they're at now. Booyah. So they could go that route. They, they if you spend history has shown if you spend big money on the line, then nine times out of ten it pays off for you. I mean, even Philly's done that, and for the most part, you know, before all these injuries for this season, it has worked out. But you you do need to start thinking about building from the ground up, especially when you have a very inexperienced quarterback. Um, so if I'm if I'm them, I'm taking an offensive tackle or a guard. I'm not taking receiver. But if he's there, if you can get him, I don't see why they wouldn't. So Philly's all the way back at six. It's a big chance. They're, they're going to get one of these guys. Assuming Howie does the right thing, they're going to get one of those guys. Listen, let me tell you Let me tell you where those two players are going to go to. One's going to go to Miami, and one's going to go to Cincinnati. Mark my words. You're breaking my heart, man. Oh, 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 I'll bring your heart. <laughs> you, you got the audacity to say that? Really? After all the shit you put me through? Break my heart. <laughs> Sorry, you ain't getting a receiver. Not a top one. Look, the, 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 the best receivers in this draft this season are, in no specific order, Devontae Smith, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. And two of them play for the same team. So You might get Waddle. You might. You might. You might. You might. I would Look, be happy with Smith. All three of them. I w- obviously, if I had my pick right now, you know, I would take Jamar Chase, but I would be happy with any one of those three guys. And if they're not available, like you suggest, take Michael Parsons. That's my dark horse. We need that linebacker spot shored up too. So I would, I can, okay. I can live with that. I hope the Eagles take a kicker. <laughs> now you just trolling. <laughs> now you just trolling. Jake Elliott was the Jake Elliott was a little off this year, but that ain't. I, has a kicker ever gone in the first round? I need to. I need to look that up. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta look that shit up. But uh, that that's my MVP B for the week to circle back. Jeff uh, Jeffrey Lurie. Uh, man, lots of good. Lots of good football to watch this weekend. So we'll, you know, watch to check it out. Again, uh, this is Buckeyes in Maryland, guys. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, whatever streaming platform you're on. Uh, make sure to give it a listen, subscribe, you know, share it up. Uh, you know, we're trying to always trying to provide good content to you guys out there, and it helps to have good feedback from you. So, you know, write a review if you're listening on any one of those platforms you know hit us up on twitter at bucks in maryland you know we're pretty active we love to hear from you guys so make sure you check us out uh with that being said you know we're going ahead and close it down now you know for me and chris uh, you guys have a good day <laughs>